are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lane McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, it is the final preseason game. We've made it. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm certainly ready for it to be over. I'm, I'm not ready to watch a uh, whatever kind of football this is going to be uh, in, in the fourth preseason game. But, um, you know, look, it's it, it's never great football, but at the very least, it's guys really, really playing hard. And, and you know, sometimes that can – sometimes that can produce – incredible plays mm-hmm. sometimes it can produce really terrible plays so uh, uh, the, the volatility is at least fun to watch right the good thing is you get to watch ben DiNucci at 10 a.m your time on sunday that is going to be a lot of fun i think that's the way football was designed to be right it's going to be a lot not of enough coffee in the world for that. <laughs> uh all right so let's let's preview this preseason game against jacksonville i know it's very important that the cowboys uh get a preseason win as they're zero three yeah. right now um yeah. So, uh, <laughs> how many guys in this game do you think are actually yeah. competing for a job on the 53 man roster? Or do you think the front office kind of knows who they're keeping real quick? Did, did you see, uh, I think it was two days ago when they, I think it was, uh, Babe Loffenberg asked, uh, McCarthy if he had, he, cause about, you know, kind of speaking about what you're talking about, he mm-hmm. asked McCarthy, Hey, do you have any guys in your past, that you know made the 53 man roster in this final preseason game and McCarthy was like he misheard the question or something but he thought that they were asking about current guys that were going to make the 53 and he's like he got like all upset he's like oh I, I can't answer that <laughs> uh and, you know but yeah. after he finally kind of caught up to the question he kind of listed off all these guys that you know previously with the, with the Packers specifically it seemed that then he had had uh, throughout uh, you know his time there that you know were kind of examples of guys that had made it to that fourth game and then ended up making the roster and it, the list was actually kind of surprisingly long mm. because you you figure I don't know I mean the Packers really talented team year after year while he was there and, and just like the Cowboys you don't expect a ton of these kind of right, right. bottom of the roster guys especially you know I think that there's going to be players that are on the Cowboys team probably already that will play in this game just simply to facilitate the game. But I think right. if you're talking about guys that are going to make the game, make the team because of their play in this game, I think if if there's one or two guys that really really shine, um, then maybe they make themselves you know kind of closer to uncuttable or, or closer to to that that line of of being cut than they were previously. But I mean, I would say that a vast majority, uh, you know, this is probably the same every year. A vast majority of the roster spots uh, are are pretty well set. I, I, I think agree. you know you're I thinking agree. like two or three spots at the bottom of the roster, and and you really don't expect a dark horse candidate to kind of make themselves known this late in the game. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you some names that our friend Bob Stern posted on Twitter. So the other day, I don't know if you saw this tweet. He said, I, if I had to guess now, these three players are locks to make the roster based on their I special team. I saw that. 
yeah. special teams usage, usage in the uh, preseason. The names are Azur Kamara, Luke Gifford, and your guy, Darian Thompson. They've all played 100% of their – you know, there's special team snaps, you know, I feel like punt, you know, return, punt coverage, kickoff stuff. Do you th- believe all three of those guys are locks to make the team? You know, I, I like Bob's thinking in this. I mean, I, I definitely respect his, his approach to that. And I think that that's a legitimate thing. It's a good way to at least have an idea of the guys that they're thinking about keeping for sure. A- absolutely. But having said that, I mean, does the evidence that he's presented to you make it sound like that is now a legitimate? Let me back up and say this: Is there any chance that because uh, uh, is going to make this team? The only way that I could see it is if if they just don't bring Chauncey Golston off PUP, right? They'll just leave him on there. Even then, like. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So let me let me rephrase that. Is there any chance that he beats out Bradley and I for that last defensive end spot because of special teams alone? No, I don't think so. I, I don't know that he's such. I don't. I mean, is is he such a much a better uh, special teams player than an I? And Anai gives you a- actual pass rush ability, which is like a commodity. You know, it's. Oh, like- I, I I agree. I'm not saying. I think. If it was me, I would keep an eye because I think you can cut Azur Kamara and I think he'll be on the practice squad. If you need him for a week to play special teams, I get it. Yeah. I, I man, I don't know. I think this list just scares you. And I think it scares me too because Darian Thompson's <laughs> name is on it. That's no, no, no. That one actually doesn't surprise me too much. It's, it's really no, the. Of course it does. It. That's, that's what I'm saying is that it's, it's, Darian Thompson is who we're afraid they're going to keep because of all these reasons, because of special teams, because of that. And, and to me, the other two names on the list, you can make an argument that Darian Thompson is a lock and that we just don't like it, right? You know, oh, yeah, I, mean, I think that's fine. Because yeah. I think that could easily be made. Obviously, there is lots of drum beating for the idea that <laughs> that the coaches love Darian Thompson. I just have a hard time looking at the other two players in the list and saying those guys are locks to make the roster. Well, I just- Especially because – Gifford doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, we we are somebody that really liked Gifford in 2019 when he was playing really well in the pre, or uh, you know in preseason, but he just hasn't gotten better, right? He's kind of stayed the same. He's not a great athlete. He's not a great fit in the defense, and I don't think he's such a good special teams player that you have to keep him, exactly. right? I think if you want to go out and get a special teams demon, there's better guys than him. That one just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and I guess that's that's what, what my overall point was is that. Okay. I, I think to me the evidence presents itself like okay that maybe this that practice maybe maybe they were trying to get through special teams in sure. in their week three game and it wasn't so much of a dress rehearsal because I just have a hard time believing that I, I you know that this that because that those two other two players again Darian Thompson I could buy but the other two players because they played on 100 percent of the snaps that they're locks to make the roster Luke Gifford has played pretty awful you know i mean in the preseason and kazir like i mean he's Mm. he's so far away from being ready to be on an nfl roster i mean he's basically like al caron you know like so i i I like him as a stash guy but i would really have a hard time believing that they're ready to like put him on and the other guy was jeremy sprinkle that one makes a little bit more sense to me especially considering the sean McEwen injury right like Nick yeah. Eubanks is just not ready. Sprinkle is – he's a veteran. He can play special teams. He's an 
okay blocker. He's got a big body. That would make sense. The other ones are. Yeah. He has usefulness. I, I I think the thing is is that I can't. I have a hard time saying that any of those guys are locks, just because they played all the specialty. I don't think that's enough for me. With with the rest of the information we have to to put those guys down as locks. I agree. All right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bill Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's also just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you will get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, let's run through some guys that we're excited to, to watch in this game. Uh, Cooper Rush, starting backup quarterback? Oh, you know, I mean, I think he's got to play this game. I don't know. That, I mean – Short of throwing like for 300 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, even then, I don't know that there's anything he can do in this game other than screw it up yeah. for his chance to be backup quarterback, right? Like, I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, like, there isn't a positive thing he can do in this game that's going to make me feel a lot better about him being the backup quarterback because he's playing against yeah. – a bunch of, of guys that are probably not going to be playing in the NFL next week. Right. Right. There is a way that he could play in this game and screw up his chances of being the backup quarterback. If he plays poorly enough, but here's what I would keep in mind with Cooper rush. And and I think the lesson that we learned last week, more than anything is that putting Cooper rush in with the down roster guys is not a good evaluation of who Cooper rush is as a backup quarterback. I agree. It's Cooper so hard rush, to evaluate. That and, 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 yeah. and, and he is not, I think Gilbert more than Rush has some uh, moxie, has some uh, ability. He's got more tools. There's no doubt about it, right? He has more tools. I think he can throw the ball a little bit better. Uh, He can, you know, he can when he, when the clock goes off, he can get out, make plays in the, in the side. But the problem, and, and so what that does is that makes him look better with the down roster group, right? Because he makes things happen. That's not the job though. The job is to work in the confines of the offense with the players that you have. And when the Cowboys have is a, a very talented offense, I'm not trying to make it the, Coop, the the Garrett Gilbert show. I'm trying to make it the the the. I'm still trying to make it the Ceedee Lamb, the 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 Cooper, the the you know yep. Jarwin yep. show. So maybe the best guy to do that is is the guy who knows the offense the best, knows how to make the calls. And, and and yeah, he doesn't have the best arm to, to kind of make the, the pinpoint throws, but he can operate the offense effectively and let the playmakers around him make plays. So all of this is a long-winded way of saying we need to be really careful about over-criticizing Cooper Rush or you know over-knocking Cooper Rush for his play with these guys that are kind of at his level or below because, frankly – that's not the appeal there for Cooper Rush. You yes. need to keep in mind that the appeal there is how he operates with the first team around him if he was to be the backup quarterback. I, I agree. All right, let's move on to some other guys we're excited to see. Big opportunity for Jaquan Hardy and Brendan Knox, right? I mean, both guys yeah. with Rico Dowdle going on injured reserve. I don't think either guy is going to make the 53-man roster. In fact, I'd be shocked. But maybe one of them plays well enough to, to have the, the Cowboys be excited about stashing them on the practice squad. And then now they feel good, you know, if they need one of these guys for a week. That's that's really all that I'm looking for from those guys. But any comments on them? I mean, even for them, too, the other teams are watching. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, another team may find him. 
know, for the Cowboys, he may not be the best solution for their third running back because they they want a little more experience sure. there for a guy. But for another team that is looking to stash a guy, uh, if if they have a good game, they come out. If you know Hardy comes out here and rushes for 115 yards against uh, Jacksonville, you know maybe he gets a call from uh, a team that's looking to, to stash a guy and, and develop him, and, sure. and that's where he kind of takes his takes off from there. Uh, Semi Fahoko. He yeah, hasn't done Fahoku. anything really. That's, that's and, the and that's the thing, Simi Fahoku. I I think if we're looking for guys who potentially could do something enough to kind of put them back into the conversation, that's one of the guys. I mean, yep. Yeah, Fahoku. Well, I mean, he'd have to have an incredible game because he has done nothing really nothing. so far. So yeah, if he has like a, a really super incredible game and is dominant, uh, that might be enough in combination with his. You know the fact that he's a draft pick, right? Yeah. For yeah. for the coaches to be like, well, maybe we need to take a little. Not that I I care too much, but I will say Brandon Smith is one of the guys that I kind of hope doesn't play a lot in this game, because I want him to make it back to the Cowboys practice squad. I not, agree. not that not that he won't, but not that I think he's going to get claimed by somebody, but I do want him to pick Dallas's practice squad over everybody else because I think there is a he's path the next for Noah him. Brown. <laughs> yeah, to replace Noah Brown next year, right? And having him on the practice squad for a year, kind of maybe getting a little bit bigger, getting a little stronger, I think he could do that. So that's just somebody I'm keeping an eye on. Anybody else on defense you want to mention? I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see who plays, you know, because with all the COVID stuff, the defensive tackle depth, you know, it's like how are they going to field a team for the – I mean, really – a lot of Tyler, Tyler Coyle snaps, I'm betting, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm really worried about the defensive tackles because I we can't really lose a lot of these guys anymore. No, no. And, and they're going to have to play a lot of, a lot of snaps. So uh, you're going to see a ton of these down roster. I, I mean, I hope Austin Faolu plays <laughs> 150 snaps in this game. I hope he uh, plays both defensive tackle positions at, both, at, at the same time. Well, like, I just can't like, stand to lose these guys. Justin Hamilton's probably going to have to play a lot, right? I don't want Justin Hamilton to play a lot because I, I he's going to be playing week one too. But yes, I, I mean he will. He is going to be playing a so, lot. So my guess is you're going to see a lot of like Rondell Carter, Justin Hamilton, Austin, Austin. Oh, Diggy Zewa is probably going to have to play more than we want, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's going to have to play. I mean, it's just a matter of how many snaps. And I think that you know, they want to continue to get him snaps, but. I don't know that these snaps are nearly as useful as last week's snaps for for, for a guy like o- Osa. Yeah. What about a linebacker? Who do you want to see playing at linebacker? Can we get Francis Bernard back on there so he could take all those snaps? I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if, if Jalen has fifty tackles in this game because you know they play him yeah. the whole game and you know he's not maybe not on par with the the best NFL linebackers but if you put him in there with a bunch of scrubs I I bet he looks pretty good. My guess in the secondary is you'll see a lot of Nation Wright. You might see quite a bit of Maurice Kennedy. Maybe Kelvin Joseph starts the game for you. Um, that'll be at least a little bit interesting to see. But man, they're just numbers are going to be. It's going to be rough. A lot of these guys are going to have be having to play uh, a lot of snaps. But uh, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You can actually bet on this Cowboys Jags preseason game. I don't know why you'd want to, but it's actually there's lines out there to do that. 
uh, just you have to be a degenerate to do that. Which wow, means that's, I will that's be doing that. Level, guys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great adv- offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon. So I have one more thing for us, but any any final thoughts on this game in the preseason as a whole? I'm ready for the regular season, man. <laughs> I, I, I think we've seen enough. Of, of honestly, like we're talking about this game, like we just have to survive it, and, yeah. and that's ultimately, I'm sure, the way the coaches are saying is how do we how, how do we find enough players that we can throw into the meat grinder of this game? Uh, and, yep. and the other thing too is just to bring it up, it's a dangerous game. Uh, because of the reason, the fact that you have these young players that yeah. are inexperienced, it's a more dangerous game than it, than, than other uh, games. So I think for the Cowboys, let's just try to find a way to survive it and get out of it. I, I agree. Um, it's going to be really ugly. Let's just hope it gets done quickly, and then we can move on to talking about Tampa Bay. Um, all right, Landon, the last thing I had for you, because I know it's always fun on a, a Friday show oh, to be able to make no. fun of me and my food takes. Oh, okay, um, good. I am going to the State Fair on Friday night. Uh, so what is your favorite fair food that you must have when you go? Wait, the, the, the New York State Fair? No, no, no. It's the PA State Fair. The PA State Fair. Well, I mean, if you say State Fair to a bunch of Cowboys fans, we're all going to think the Texan State Fair. No, 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 no. Fair. The actual the good, State Fair that state we fair. recognize. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, the, so what are the foods that you have to hit when you go to a State Fair? Well, first of all, this is why I don't go to the State Fair anymore because I have to hood up all the foods when I go to the State Fair. Uh, listen, I mean, like I said, I'm from Texas, so I go to the Texas State Fair. and It's in Dallas, so so I've been a ton. Um, and I'm here to tell you that every single fried food was invented at the Texas State Fair, every single one. Uh, yeah. the, 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 the fried uh, peanut butter cups, the fried uh, Oreos, uh, Twinkies. Oreos. All that stuff. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. I, I remember when fried Twinkies came out like that was the, the hotness in, in the Texas State <laughs> Fair. Um, funnel cakes, man. I love funnel cakes. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I mean, you know, any kind of deep fried food, of course, is delicious. <laughs> um you know hot dogs uh corn oh yeah corn dogs like that's a big thing at texas state fair they have the fletcher yeah. corn dogs which are just the best so see like, I'm, what, i like what about you i like trying the pizza like i'll just try a slice from like seven seven different vendors right like i like the ones that have the big thick dough on them like you know what i'm talking about the we don't guy, have like, that i think that's a pizza that's a oh man we thing. get we get pizza like it's thin except for the crust is like just monstrous at the end it's almost like a big garlic knot right at the end it's like a chicago like a mix of between chicago and new york pizza yeah somehow. yeah it's very very similar to that and then wow. for me it's french fries right like if okay. i can get some really good like hand cut french fries with like some cheese and ketchup mixed in there oh that's that's really garbage fries garbage nachos all that kind of stuff See, see for Texas for the Texas State Fair, it's mostly like novelty fried things. You know, oh, I mean, have, we have all that as well, right? Yeah, like, they, they, get, stuff, but. that's all there. But man, that's just stuff. You have a couple bites of that, and you just you have to force it down after that, right? <laughs> you eat all the fried food, then you get on a whirly whirl, and then yeah, probably exactly. too dangerous to actually get on, and then you yeah. vomit later. It's 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 a whole thing. It's all it's experience, right? I mean, you yeah. can't miss it. Uh, that's why I, I'm I love excited, I so. love the State Fair. I, I love this time of year because of the stuff like the State Fair and and and. and and just for all my Dallas fans, there's just something great about heading down to Fair Park and that and being down there at that time of year and mm-hmm. uh, being next to the Cotton Bowl and and, and all of that. So yeah, 
the state fair is, is always a lot of fun. It's been, I haven't been in almost 10 years and I, and, and I haven't been since big, big techs burned down. Yeah, so I, I yeah. gotta, I gotta go back. It's been, it's been entirely too long and I'm hoping that I might get a chance to get back this year. All right. So here's what I want you guys to go do. I want you to go to Apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I want you to give us a five-star review. And then I want you to just to list your favorite fair food. I, I'm just curious yeah. to hear the answers. Uh, and maybe, maybe eventually we'll try to do some of these on the show. We'll do like a, just a off, uh, one-off video. We'll have some some fair food that will digest there's, and rate on the. There's fair, definitely a food. high demand in our group in our fandom to 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 dunk on you for your food takes. Well, so I mean, I, listen, I I, you guys just you're, you're entitled to your wrong opinion when it comes to food. It's fine. It's not a big Whoa. deal. Uh, yeah. All right. So we'll be back on Monday to review whatever happens in this awful whatever. awful preseason game. Uh, we'll talk about roster cuts next week. We'll talk about guys that the Cowboys should get back on the practice squad, any big roster moves they make. So make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast. Check us out on YouTube. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we'll see you next time.